0: We're so excited to share this teaching message with you from Sikamo Church, Ibado, Nigeria. We believe God knows you and loves you, and through His Word, He expresses His plans and purposes for your life. We hope that you open up your heart and really sense God speak to you through this message. Let's get right into the service and be blessed by this message.
1: But in this service, we're going to have somebody different speak to us, and I'm so excited and pumped about it. Um it's such a joy that we can have him bring us God's word this morning. He's somebody that is extremely dear to my heart himself, his family, um such an amazing gift to our church um over the last 7 years. And I thought it would be incredible for him to just be able to speak out of his heart this morning and what God is doing um in this time and in this season. We are really blessed and privileged and I want you to sound like you know it. I want everybody online, wherever you are online this morning, big welcome to church. I want you to stand up like everybody is standing in the building because we honor God's word and we want to honor the person bringing God's word. So, church, can you join me to give a good welcome to our director? He serves as our director of service experience and he also serves as our head of administration in Sycamore Church, Mr. Dulce Fermi as he brings us God's word.
2: here this morning yeah. thank you everyone um let's give a big shout out to people online yeah. all right um i'll just take a brief moment to honor pastor Tolu and Pastor Debola. thank you very much for leading us in this expression of god's work thank you for i mean constantly raising the bar for us Thank you for just giving us opportunities to serve and to grow. We are truly grateful for you. Thank you very much. Um, and I want you to just celebrate yourself today. Thank you for coming around. All right. Um, let's pray. Father, we are thankful for um, what you are doing in our church. We are thankful for um, everything. We are thankful because we get to be here this morning to listen to your word. God, we pray that um you speak to us this morning in the name of jesus with accuracy jesus you speak to our hearts in the name of jesus god we don't depend on our eloquence we don't depend on our ability but we trust in you this morning that you're going to speak your word that one word we need to hear this morning in jesus name in jesus name i've prayed amen 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 all right let's have our seats and let's um appreciate our amazing worship team All right, so I'll get right away to what's work. Um, so I'm going to start with a story. Well, not a story. I mean, something happened to me on Tuesday, just last week. Um, so, Tuesday was my off day. I work with this amazing organization called Sycamore Church. <laughs> um, and... I took some time to burn refuse. I mean, I don't have this Loma or or Oyoma, whatever they call it. So my wife had been saying, jobs. If you want to know the meaning of jobs, you can meet her at the end of service. So my wife had been saying for a couple of days, jobs, um, let's burn refuse. By the way, my wife, where are you? Where are you? Oh, babe, I love you (laughs) very much. Um, Yeah, you are the most beautiful woman in the world inside and out yeah happy birthday to you happy birthday to me happy anniversary to us yeah it's it's (laughs) yeah i mean it's just in seven days we had my birthday our anniversary and her birthday yeah it's beautiful all right so as i was saying go Um, (laughs) um so um she had been telling me you know she's very my wife is very organized very finicky so she doesn't want um dirt or jams around the house so i said okay so i i mean she while she went to work i brought out the refuse bags and then set fire on it um as i set fire on it i gathered some dry leaves so that i mean who has ever had to burn something at one time or the other um you will know that somehow you need something dry if you don't have a foil. So, I mean, I gathered these dry leaves, and in no time, the thing burnt out. We drink pure water in my house. So, there were quite a number of pure water sachets. So, I mean, you you would understand how the thing would burn out now. So, um, I went to get kerosene. If you are saying, what is kerosene? I mean, I know you use gas in your house. I use gas in my house, too. Yeah, but I needed kerosene for whatever (laughs) I was burning to burn, so I got kerosene, I poured some kerosene, and then thing came up, poof, Ah, I said, thank God, and then thing kept burning, and then after a while, died down again, and then, you know there was a voice in my head that told me to go and get kerosene, this time, there was this very loud voice in my head, tire, tire, like, get tires, (laughs) I mean, you know what next? no you don't i poured more kerosene <laughs> and um and it's burnt thank god um so you might be here today and then i'm not liking me to refuse <laughs> but um y- y- your story could be um the story of a burnt out fire um you know you started out here very full of faith full of expectations you you had this beautiful journal. So at the beginning of the year, my wife went to the market and bought journals for us. And she bought me a green journal. Green is not my favorite color, but she bought herself a journal of her favorite color. And <laughs> um, we, we, we just, we, we tried to do this vision, boarding and say, okay, what does God have for us for the year? I mean, you could have done that. Or maybe you didn't. Maybe you just started the year full of this expectation that this year is my year. Last year was not my year because of COVID, but this year is my year. Um, and then you are here today, 23rd of May. I remember the dates because yesterday my now. <laughs> um, you are here today, 23rd of May, and then it just looks like things are drab, things are not going on as fine as you expected them to. Um, I hope that um, God will speak to you today and your heart will be pumped up and god is going to spark up this fire in you in jesus name amen um so you might be wondering what is fire i I mean you know fire but in our context in the context of our church in the context of what i'm about to say today fire is just this passion this energy um that defies what the environment is right um it's it's it just keeps burning um, as long as you're feeling it, right? As long as you don't keep it, just um, you don't kill it, it just keeps burning. Um, somehow, you even know that our vehicles depend on fire. Who knows that our vehicles depend on fire to move? Well, not plenty fire. Just this small fire. It's um, through a process of combustion and spark plugs and exhaust, blah, blah, blah. Engineering students, shout out to you. Um, <laughs> um, in... Um, so who knows that fire? I'm sorry. Electri- okay. I'm sorry. So this fire that we're talking about helps the car to move, right? Um except it's an electric car and what is electricity in Yoruba? You know, it's fire. <laughs> so, um, this month in church, we've been talking around this thing of the journey. And um, last week, Pastor preached this amazing message. He, he took us through um, the journey of um, Paul in Acts chapter 28, where there was this cold and Paul lit a fire and all of that. And then he was talking about the stick moments and then snake moments. The stick moments of passion, dedication, sacrifice, um, snake moments of the voices of our past. Of sin, of fear, of overwhelming thoughts. And so this morning I just thought that, okay, we could lean off this um, stick, snake moments, right? Um, so I'm sure you, you know the story of Paul, formerly known as Saul. I mean, Saul had this energy, this passion. He spent the better part of um, his early years persecuting the church. All. Well, I mean, this day, Paul just met the Lord. He, he had this amazing encounter with God. Um, and it just changed his life. Paul is the guy that is going from church to church, preaching awesome messages. He's, um, he's writing letters. He's getting arrested. He's breaking down prison walls. It's just, I mean, doing all of this. And then we come to Acts 28. The Bible says there was a rain and there was cold, right? And what does the Bible say? Um, the Bible says that um, the Bible says that Paul gathered sticks, not only Paul and people around him and lit a fire, right? Oh, okay. We have it on the screen for heat. Um, uh, maybe like Paul, like I said earlier, you've been on this fire for God from the beginning of the year. You've been burning so hot, so high. You've been full of passion and all of that, and then I mean, just this thing of middle moments. We are here. It's well. I woke up this morning. I know that I have to be in church, and then I showed up in church. Um, I I I want to encourage you today that you shouldn't burn without a foil Do not burn without a um during, uh, during our anniversary service in 2016. I keep referring to pastors' messages. We're grateful that God um, blesses us with his word through our pastor. Yeah. So during our anniversary in 2016, if I'm sure. Um, so we, we had, pastor preached this thing around Jacob's journey, right? And then he, he preached from Hebrews 11. And the Bible says that um, after Jacob's life, he, um, he, he had his grandsons with him. He leaned over his staff, right, over his stick. Um, His stick represents his journey. Uh, The um, Israelite man would always have the stick where every happening in his life, he makes markings, he writes stuff on it. So basically, your stick is your journal, right? So um, he leaned over his stick and he was about to bless his sons. He worshiped the Lord. And um, I think this is going to be my first anchor for us today in this thing of burning, in this thing of um, fueling our fire, in this thing of putting sticks in our fires to burn. Um, and I'm going to call it the stick of gratitude and of faith. The stick of gratitude and of faith. Um, so, you, you, you probably just wake up every morning trodding through the day. We remember... As, um, um, was it four weeks ago when pastor was preaching and then he was talking about this guy who hissed i mean who was always hissing his guy right he was always counting how many times i mean i'm the guy <laughs> and so um so i'll come he said ah, don't say how are you i said i'm fine <laughs> um how's your day going well i don't know <laughs> it's going well um what are your plans for tomorrow I don't know. Uh, and there was just this, uh, well, I learned this word recently, lethargy. There was just this drabness, this dryness to life, and I was just dragging my feet. Um, and it, really, it, it was from a place of failed expectations, from a place of fatigue sometimes. Uh, you know, you sometimes we just set goals for ourselves. We, we say, okay, by this time, we want to be here and we hoped between this and many times when we are not there at those times, um, we just, are just angry sometimes, maybe not angry. I can't be angry at God, but <laughs> angry with ourselves and then we, we, we just lose this thing of gratitude. Um, our story as a church is a story of grateful people. Who can bear me witness that we are grateful people. Um, God God is the God of our journeys. And he has brought us here, right? Um, sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I, I had to come to this point where, where I have to tell myself that. I, I, I didn't bring myself to this point, right? Um, God had brought me here. And... I could always depend on him, so I had to put this stick of gratitude in my fire, and that is my big encouragement for you today. That, um, regardless of where you are, regardless of what years been for you, regardless of what your story has been, regardless of, I mean, everything you've said for yourself that you've not been able to achieve, I can put it to you that left for the devil, he wants it worse. The Bible says, if not for God, who has been on our side. That's the story of our church. That's the story of the people of our church. If not for God, who has been on our side. Um, so, it, I, I wrote here that the overflow of gratitude is joy. When, when, when you sit down and you just really really look back, um, count how many pints of oxygen you can make by yourself and um how many pints of blood you can create by yourself and everything that has sustained you to this moment you realize that really it's god who is holding me who is trust me you might not have it all you might not be able to afford um um all everything you want you might not be able to buy everything you want and for some people, maybe you can buy what, all you want. Maybe your biggest problem is that um, there's a small crack on your iPhone 12 Pro Max screen. Or maybe your white Jordans has a scratch. Your, um, um, or your Air Force One has a problem. Or maybe it's your bone weak. i be bone straight, that's what they call it. Um, you, you, you are, you, you, you've, you've not been able to afford the next shade of, of, of the bone, 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 I, <coughs> bone streets. Um, I put it to you. Ine, you know bone streets. Oh, pastor. <laughs> um, um, I put it to you today that if you don't put some gratitude in your fire, trust me, you would, you would, you would burn out. Trust me, you would burn out. You would, Oh, I forgot to give you the title of my message. Don't burn out. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's, that's the title of my message. Um, you find out that you 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 are burning out. Um, realizing God's abundant love and goodness, even in the heart, is a gateway to joy that we really cannot explain. Yeah. Um, so, I was thinking about it. Um, so, in this same Hebrews 11, the Bible says that, um, by faith, Sarah, she believed and she conceived and then she had a son, right? Um, the Bible now says that because she judged God faithful. And so I was just thinking randomly, if I gave you a judge's gown and a bevel, you know what the bevel is, that's hammer, right? And then I'm like, oh, I give you the audacity to judge God. Um, what, what is your judgment going to be based on? is it going to be based on um your own constitution right that's that's what a judge is supposed to judge by well i don't know shout out to my sister my sister is going to be a lawyer very soon um but um what is that judgment going to be based on is it based on standards you have set for yourself or is it going to be based on the fact that god is faithful god is faithful um god is faithful a life of gra- gratitude is a life of dependence. You don't know how to go about what's ahead of you. Look back and be grateful for what's behind you. Really, you, you don't know what the way forward is. You don't know, you don't know how to go about it. You, you don't know what to do. I want to encourage you today. Just look back. I like this Hillsong song. It's Hillsong song. song song. Heel song. Uh, <laughs> um, um, it says that my hindsight says I can trust you with what's next, right? So, um, from where I stand, I can look back over my shoulder, right? And say, God, I can trust you with what's next because you've brought me here, right? Because you've brought me here, I can trust you with what's next. And so I'll be linking this thought of gratitude of how, um, we can't foiling our fires with gratitude, right? With faith. We already established that, um, that when we look back, we can get some strength, some vigor to look ahead, right? And move forward. And so, um, I'll narrate the story of 10 lepers. I know you know the story. So, Jesus healed these 10 guys, right? Um... He came around him. He healed them, and they were so excited. He says, "He had okay." He told them to go and meet the priest, right? On their way to meeting the priest, they got healed, and I mean, they were really excited. But there was this one guy, this one guy that came back. And do you know what struck me the most in this story is what Jesus said? Jesus said, "Your faith has made you whole." And I'm like, oh, I thought you had healed me already, right? I thought. You had healed the 10 of us already. I thought that was all that was to the journey. I thought that was all that was to my life. I thought that was all that was to my journey. But Jesus says, because you are grateful, because you are thankful, your faith has made you whole. Really. A life of gratitude is a life of faith. And a life of faith is a life that is constantly getting forward for the journey. right? Getting forward for the journey towards wholeness really. Um, how do we translate faith? Um, thankfulness or thankfulness or gratitude to faith. Faith recognizes that I'm work in progress and my soul dependence is on God. Um, so I'm just thinking about that guy again. Why did he come back? Why did he come back to say thank you? He knows that there's a whole journey ahead of him, right? He has received his healing, right? But that is not all that is to it. There's a whole lot more. And he knows that the only person who can help him through the whole lot more that's ahead of him is Jesus. And so, it was his faith that drove him back to Jesus. To say, Jesus, the Bible says he lied down flat. He bowed down flat at Jesus' feet. And this is just a surrender, right? A wholeness, I'm um, sorry, a surrender to say, Jesus, I'm in need of you. I'm in need of your wholeness. That was even before, I mean, Jesus says, your faith has made you whole. It's just the thing of surrender. I'm surrendering myself to you. I'm giving myself to you because I know that the journey is actually in your hands, right? Um, faith will well up gratitude right here, right now. And gratitude well up faith right here right now um so i'm here now i don't know what ahead. I, I can trust and in this place of trusting i can be grateful right and so I'm, I'm i'm just calling you to say what is that thing what is it for you that you're trusting god for that you're you're you're, you're having sleepless nights over um maybe not sleepless nights sleepless days some of you don't sleep in the night normally and sleep throughout the day, but <laughs> you are having sleepless whatever it is for. Um a life of gratitude, right, is a life of faith. A life of gratitude says I can trust you with what's ahead of me. Right. Um I would I would anchor my second point on this thing of commitment and consistency. Um and I called it stick of commitment and consistency. So um we we already know I believe that a life of faith is a life of gratitude. Right? Um so now I have faith in my heart and I'm grateful to God. Um what else is my responsibility? I think it's a commitment and a consistency. Um So, I have here that the journey of our growth has never been so much about the big things we can do or we can give as it is about the everyday consistent step right in front of us. I was grateful when I mean during the church nails I was telling Innie what happens to be Messy's. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> i was i was I was telling Innie that message just peeps right into what I was about to say today when she was talking about just this waking up to giving a a little more here, a little more there, right? Um, So I have here that consistency isn't showing up. That's just the simple definition of consistency. Despite my feelings, despite um, whatever it is, I will show up. So, we've said, despite my feelings, despite whatever is happening, I'm grateful, right? Despite my feelings, despite whatever is happening, I'm full of faith, right? Despite my feelings, despite whatever is happening, I would show up, right? Um, we we are just, we are called to this life of consistent pursuit of just keep showing up and keep getting forward up, um, Thank God for the big things. Thank God for the times that he shows up for us in the very big things. But trust me, God is also in, in, in those small things. God is in those every little step. Um, I mean, the Bible, the Bible says in Luke 16 verse 10, it says, if you are faithful in little, you are faithful in much, right? So basically, we used to see it as if you are faithful in little, you'll be faithful in much, right? But the Bible says, if you are faithful in little, you would, you, you are faithful in much. Um, at the end of the day, what counts for the big things? What counts for the big things? Trust me, science has proven it that it is the many little things that counts for the big things, right? Um, w- one of my favorite poems, I won't, I won't say everything. It says, first the little minutes, humble though they be, make the mighty ages of eternity so um what makes your 85 years of um, existence or 100 years of existence it's the every minute and what 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 makes it worth the while it's in the every minute of showing up the every minute of saying um i would wake up today god seeking you i don't feel like i don't slept off during my quiet time yesterday Or maybe I've even missed my quiet time for three weeks. Consistency is in saying I would wake up tomorrow morning and show up again, right? Um, I I I missed my live group discussion. Shout out to my former live group leaders. I'm a changed man, everybody. I'm a changed man. Gideon, I love you. (laughs) I love you very much. Um, But consistency is consistency is in saying I would show up tomorrow right i'll show up tomorrow get down <laughs> um constance is saying i'll show up tomorrow um I, I i i didn't pay my tithe right i i don't know i just spent it many times well before now uh, when my money enters it has gone <laughs> so it's this thing of ah and I'm telling God, after I've spent the last 2%, that God see. really, I'm sorry. But you know that I had to sort these bills. But I remember one day, I mean, the day that I just changed for me was when Pastor like redefined tithe as the first 10%, right? That's what the Bible says. The Bible calls it your first 10%, right? Um, and, wow, okay. So as, a, as soon as I get my money, whether it has finished or not. I pay the first ten percent. Um, consistency is in paying your tithe, whether it is a thousand error or a hundred thousand error or one million. Consistency is in showing up. Consistency is in showing up. Um, sometimes we 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 just get to this place where following Jesus is hard. Um, trust me, I've got to that place where. I didn't feel like going to church. So confession for the last seven years of my life, I've gone to church every Sunday except twice when I was sick. Um but <laughs> there are days that well even this year, there are days that I just wake up and then <sighs> I don't feel like going. I'm tired. Well, I have to tell myself a guy, this is where you find strength, right? In place of fellowship, this is where I find strength. So I have to show up on more day. That's what consistency is. Um, I have here that the fall of generosity is consistency. It is a decision to give no matter how little. The fall of growth is consistency. It is in the everyday picking up and letting go. Oh, that's the story of my life, people. Every day picking up and letting go. Um, we, we, we decide to follow Jesus every day. We fail sometimes, we fail today, but we decide to follow him. We 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 make it a resolution. Uh, come what may Jesus, I would follow you. I'm committed to following you. Right. Uh, um, maybe you've missed you've just missed out on those disciplines that you've set for yourself. Set an alarm. Wake up again tomorrow and continue. That's what consistency is. And that is what fuels our growth. That is what fuels our journey, right, towards being like Jesus. Um, so, I, I... Pastor was saying that I've been in church for seven years. Um, I, I came... I was in 300 level. I was very clueless. My grades were... Well, not binary, but, <laughs> well, I mean, my grades were very, very bad. Um, but somehow, as I walked into church that first day, it was the first week of June, the fourth Sunday in June 2014. I just knew, I just felt in my heart that this is home for me and this is where I want to be. Um, I've, I've shown up every day right? I've grown. Um, I did not graduate to the 7.0, but I remember those days in Campus Connect. Um, the very big thing for us was the next right step, right? Who remembers? Hey, shout out Typhari. Right? Ty I was, uh, Campus Connect leader then. And there was just this thing of the next right step. The next right step. And that was it for me. That was when I actually began journaling, planning out my day, asking myself, don't say, what, is, what are the next right steps for you today? And then I write it out and try to plan my day around it. Um, trust me, my third my fourth year in school was my best before that time. Uh, my best, I mean, so far as at that time. Then my final year in school. So I had double my grades right? Um, I think that there's so much strength in this house and we tap this strength by showing up. Um, strength is not just for, um, it's not just the thing of, okay, I wake up, I want to read my Bible and then I'm growing spiritually. Trust me in this house, my grades doubled and it was just from, oh, there's Campus Connect meeting. I showed up. Um, now I'm in couples Connect. I've gone through all the connects in church. Except um, postgraduate and discovery hangouts. Oh, yeah maybe am more kids. <laughs> um, and the, the the principles are the same, right? It is still in showing up, really. That I've been able to draw strengths to grow. Um, I, as I look back through my journey of the past seven years, I I just. Ask myself how 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 come God has helped me to grow so much how come I'm able to stand in so much how come I'm able to be doing all that God is helping me to do right in my home in my own life in my family um and in even in the life of our church trust me it is just by showing up um nothing I don't think I've read up to 15 books not 20 books, maybe I've read those 15 books in the last 7 years I don't think I've read up to 2 books on growing or on becoming what you'll become in the next 7 years, you know those kind of books Um, but I can tell you that I've shown up every day and God has helped me to grow, right Um, so I want to ask you, what's, what's the next right step in front of you what's what's the next right step in your journey of growth um could it be as simple as stepping out of um of of church today and saying i want to make a decision i want to make a decision to join a life group or i want to make a decision to join the connect or i want to sign up to volunteer or i want to start journaling or i want to start having my quiet time or I want to start giving my tithe or my offering. Trust me, it isn't taking the next right step. Just step up to it and take it. I mean, and that is it. You have become a consistent person. Um, so I've been telling the story of my of the last seven years in church. My one big thing for me is accountability, and um, I can say that. God has helped me in this journey of accountability. So, seven years ago, like I said, I came to church and all of that. And I was dealing with addictions. I was dealing with just this thing, these secret sins. This, I was dealing with pornography. I was dealing with masturbation and all. And I remember walking up to Pastor. And having this conversation with him, I'm, 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 dealing, I'm dealing with this and all. And, I mean, of course, we had this beautiful conversation. We had this moment of prayer and all of that. And, I mean, the next week, I was in that website again. <laughs> uh, but again, I showed up to my accountability, accountability structures, right? I showed up again and said, sir, I need to be helped right? Um, That is consistency. And thank God, God has broken the shackles of sin. He has broken the shackles of pornography and all of that because I showed up one more day. Um, I've learned to take the next right step right in front of me. Um, I'm going to close today by just saying that... In all of these sticks of foiling well our fire, in the sticks of faith, of gratitude, we can, of consistency, of commitment. We can only do this because there's someone who is actually committed to us, right? Someone has paid the price of consistency and of commitment to us, right? Um, he, you might be wondering what I'm talking about. The person of Jesus. Um, we're talking about fires. We're talking about, I mean, just passion, energy, drive for our life, drive for our Christian journey. Jesus has done it, and so we can be connected to it. Um, jo- John the Baptist, in Matthew 3, was talking about Jesus, how that Jesus, um, he, was, he was more like herald in Jesus, right? He was talking about the coming of Jesus and then he was saying that, oh, I baptize you with water. But there's someone, right, who's going to baptize you with fire. There's someone who is burning a fire for you already. And that is Jesus. He has given you the gift of the Holy Spirit to help you burn. So he's saying, oh, do all of this. Be grateful, right? Be committed. Be consistent. Because I have given you the fire. Burn. Like... Deliberately putting in these sticks, but I have given you a fire, the person of the Holy Spirit. In P- Bible in Proverbs chapter 30, um, he was talking about four things that cannot be enough. Blah, blah, blah. He says, the leash has two daughters, give, give, they cry. He says, there are three things that are, that are never enough, four that say never enough. The grave, the barren womb, which is never satisfied with water, and fire that never says enough. Fire that never says enough. And with this fire that never says enough, the Holy Spirit. It says it never stops because of the person foiling it. Right? The person foiling it is saying, I'm consistent about you. I'm committed to you. I keep foiling this fire. So it's calling you to a journey of foiling your fire, right? Because he has given you a fire in the person of the Holy Spirit. Um, So as much as we are saying, oh, let's put in this gratitude, let's put in faith. Let's show up one more day. Let's do the next right thing. We can anchor this thing on the person of Jesus Christ, right, who has paid the ultimate price of commitment and consistency for us. 2 Corinthians 12:9 says, But he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough. Always available. Always available. I mean, what more can define consistency? than always available so he says my mercy towards you is always available my grace towards you is always available so you can grow because i have made all of this available for you i have made grace available for you i have made mercy available for you i have made the fire the holy spirit available for you so you can be growing from this place you can depend on jesus because he has said his grace is sufficient for you He's saying, bring your fuel. Put it in. But I have supplied the greater fuel. Put your sticks in. But I have supplied the tree. The tree of life for you. Right? Um, God is committed to us, people. Never lose sight of this. God is committed to us. And he says, you can do all things. Because I am strengthening you. Right? You can do all things. You can connect all your strength. You can connect your strength to me. You can connect your life to me. You can just burn off my fire because I am supplying you with fire. I'm supplying with the Holy Spirit. I'm supplying with grace. I'm supplying with everything that you need. He has supplied us with exceedingly and abundantly more than all that we can ask, think, or imagine. So people, what is your decision today? Do you want to burn do you want to have this passion to life? Do you, do you want to um, burn with this fuel that only Jesus can supply? It is in a place of dependency on him. Trust me, you wake up every day to say, Jesus, I trust you. I would follow you no matter what. I will hang on to you because you are the source of my life. You are the source of my strength. You are the source of everything I need for my Christian journey. So I am I, worshiping. Please come. Um, I I I want to encourage you. Are you are you here today? Um, you are just living your life the way you want. There's no anchor. There's no. There's nothing to to, 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 to There's nothing you can point to, to say this is my strength, or this is the source of my frail. They are just running. Or maybe you even have an anchor. Um um. You have a frail. It could be your job um it could be you could be dependent on that job that is paying you very well it's probably paying you six figures It could be your boyfriend i mean he's paying you six figures too um <laughs> it, 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 could, it it could be it could just be that motivational speech that you wake up to hear i had this friend several years ago um so this guy would basically wake up and he had all this jar 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 he had like five jar um that's j h five-jar motivational speeches he listens to. Then he has these five motivational speakers he listens to. Then he had these five um, startup founders that he listens to. Then he now... I mean, that is his day, and he committedly, consistently, every morning he wakes up to it. That might be your journey. I mean, that might be your story. Um, trust me. All the strengths you are ever going to get from that is maxed out at the level of those things, at the level that those things can supply you, really. That's that's like the peak of what you can get. But there's someone who has all the strength in the world, and he's saying, come to me. He says, come to me, all you will labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Um, so he's saying, okay, come to me, and I will give you rest. Um, so... You might be thinking, why do I need rest? Um, or does rest help me in my journey? He's saying, Bring your load, I want to carry it for you. Right? I want to give you rest. So your journey is continuing, or you, know, you are continuing in your journey. It's like you are walking with this heavy load in your journey, and then you are trudging through and all, and then someone parks by you and he's saying, Put your load in my trunk. Come in, I want to give you rest. And that is the person of Jesus, that is what he's calling you to today come to me all you who are heavily laden all you who have burdens and i will give you rest let's just stand as we respond to god today what what is that thing what is that heavy load what is that um what's that burden you are carrying jesus says come to me today and i'll give you rest and he's saying i want to follow your journey from a place of rest but come to me today God today say I'm sorry for the times I thought I could do by myself I'm sorry for the times I thought I could make life happen for myself I'm sorry for the times I depended on my own for my journey I'm sorry God I'm sorry My hope, you are my strength. He says, Come unto me, all you are, all you will labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. I want to say, Jesus, I believe you are my rest. I am I, I'm done struggling to make it happen by myself, I'm done struggling to make life happen for myself. Jesus. For today say for my fire Jesus by the help of your Holy Spirit for my fire Jesus I need your foil, Jesus I need your strength I cannot make this happen by myself yes I want to be consistent yes I want to be committed yes I want to be a grateful person yes I want to have faith in you but I want to anchor all of this on you on the strength that only you can supply Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, can we bow down our heads and close our eyes? Um, I want to give someone an opportunity today. Um, you might be here, you, you don't even know who the person of Jesus is. You, you just hear all of this. You've never made that call to say, Jesus, I follow you. Jesus, I'm committed to you. We're a family of faith. And we are staying here, standing by you today as you make this commitment. Um, I'm going to, on the count of three, I will ask that you put your hand on your chest and say, God, uh, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to give you my life. I want it to be the anchor. I want it to be my strength. Um, one, two, three. Just put your hand on your chest. Thank you. I can see your hand already. Put your hand on your chest wherever you are. Um, We are standing by you as a family of faith today. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Thank you, Jesus.
2: All right. Um, We're going to pray together and say, Heavenly Father, Father, I come to you today today because you've made a way for me me.
0: Through
2: through the death, the burial. And the resurrection, the resurrection of,
3: your son,
2: of your son Jesus Christ. I put my faith, in you. Put my faith put my in you. I put my trust in you. I call you Father today. I, call you Father today. I will live for you. I will, for, you. I will for you. I will stand for you. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. One day, One day I'll be with you in I will be with you in heaven. In Jesus' name, Jesus name. thank you, Jesus. Let's, let's 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 just just clap. Let's 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 ap- appreciate God for all he's doing in the lives of those who have made this commitment today
0: so honored to have been able to share this teaching message with you from Sycamore Church, Ibadan, Nigeria. We really hope you found it to be a blessing. To find out more about us or how you can receive more resources from our church or our pastor, Tolulopemudi. please visit our website www.sycamore.church that's S-Y-C-A-M-O-R-E church or on Facebook and YouTube at Sycamore Church and on Instagram and Twitter at sycamore underscore church. If you're ever anywhere around us, we'll be super honored to welcome you at one of our services.